Hello, and welcome to the Riverdale High AV Club. I'm Ezra. And I'm Megan. And we are here to bring you all things Archie. You know you love Archie. A new year, a new Archie. Except it's not, though. It's, it's the same, the same Archie. old Archie. Yeah. Archie never it... changes. Yeah, unfortunately. he's uh, Well, he's kind of ever-changing, but in that way, he does not change. Yeah, you know? they do all their reboots, and it always is just the same at the end of the day. Yeah. I do wish that we got more uh, different like versions of Archie, like those cool uh, monkey NFTs, where it's like oh, Archie yeah. with like an eye patch. I was thinking, what like... if it was Archie but not Redhead? What? Oh. <laughs> would would that be even Archie at that point? <laughs> it's like okay, speaking a rose of by any other name. Uh, I've been reading it still. Hell and... yeah. Now you're bringing it up. <laughs> well, I had to keep the trend going no, for please, us. No, please. I love it. So Big Bill is also a redhead and Bev. Like, what is the like... Oh, I forgot that Big Bill's a redhead. Distribution of redheads in the 80s where there are just like a lot more of them than... I think maybe it's or Stephen, Stephen King, King is just trying into to redheads. say he's trying to uh, tell us that they're special and tied to the devil. I don't remember. Penny- oh yeah, I was gonna All say because Pennywise shit. has orange hair, so oh, yeah, he does. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It's funny you mentioned it because Archie's the other the day, devil. my girlfriend and I were trying to figure out why the fuck people have a prejudice against redheads, and there's just like so many weird, probably apocryphal reasons. Well, it's just because they're. Like, less common and different? Exactly, yeah. I mean, I I think that's the only real reason. People are like, Judas was a redhead. (laughs) And I'm like, how the fuck do you know Judas was a redhead? Also, people say shit about, like, all the hair colors, you know? It's like, well, blondes are stupid and Mm -hmm. brunettes are ugly. As a blonde, I can attest to that. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. There is actually a comic that I'm not going to do. Yes. Where the whole premise was that, like, Veronica was making fun of Betty's hair. And then Dilton was like, I'll give you a hair switching machine. No, it's body horror. Okay, just to do like a mini talk about this comic because it's so ridiculous. Yeah. And we were talking about hair. Mm -hmm. Veronica's like, I need to straighten your hair for science class. And Betty's like, here you go. And Veronica's like, thanks. I couldn't use mine because it's so luscious, but yours is gross and stringy, so I can use it. And that was like her whole goof against Betty, and then she was throwing the <laughs> hair in the trash. Wow. It wasn't even a class. <laughs> but then Dilton was like, oh, this is a really common hair strand. I find it everywhere. And Betty's like, haha, common. What? And then Dilton starts listing all of the boys he found Betty's hair on. Because I guess she's just making out with every guy in school. And then Veronica got pissed about how Betty has more guys she's making out with and like stormed off. And Jughead's like, is that true? And Dylan's like, nah. And he throws it in the trash. It's like, what the fuck is this comic? Yeah, I was about to be like, Dilton, why the fuck do you know this? Like, what yeah, is this experiment? Yeah, because he's like, oh yeah, hair is uh, as unique as a fingerprint. It's definitely Betty making it. And he just like lists boys' names for like four panels. He's Jesus like, Christ. Pat, Dave, Archie, Reggie, <laughs> Eric, Teddy. Yeah, and Veronica's like flailing around in the foreground. It's very Eddie weird. Eddie Casbrack, Richie Tozier. <laughs> yeah. There's some blondes have more ben fun Hanscom. common. Yeah. Oh, God. Veronica's like, not we more don't. fun than me. Yeah. Uh, that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. I Yeah. So I, blondes are easy, I guess, ass, is that yeah. one. <laughs> I don't... Yeah, that's a weird, like, one-up. That <laughs> it's never been presented like, as, like, a good thing to make out with all right. the boys, too. 
Like they're just like, like fully flipping the script on that yeah. one at that point. You know, they're like, ah, now we like it. I don't know. I've when got it a, makes I've Veronica got cozy, upset, it's fun. A cozy girl crawling around my Aww, feet. Got baby. my kitty. I'm in a different closet than usual, and they're obsessed with this closet because they're not normally allowed oh, in it. Yeah. So I'm going to have some cat visitors today That's for fun. sure. She's I like when they rub on, on the, the microphone. That's always fun. Yeah. She's looking at your little picture. Aww. Okay. So before we fully devolve into our cat cast, which maybe yes. that'll be our bonus content. Yeah. Um, I have... Oh, great. You can may, might hear my other cat who ran screaming into the living room. <laughs> good, good. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I have for us an extra long Classico edition Classico, classic edition. I like um, Classico. I do like Classico. I was just European. like, I don't know where that came from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like on the uh, special limited edition DVD box for this episode. It's yes. Classico. It's got the little palm door fronds oh, yeah. and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have another another edition of a new bit of those meddling kids. Hell yes. Which is going to be any, any Archie comics property story about teens solving a mystery or thwarting an assassin yeah. or some sort of sab yeah anything anything they do that teens don't do uh except for in like a scooby-doo style world yes uh and so yes this is going to be so you one- could say that it falls under that category too 100 <laughs> percent. kids on bikes that's my shit yeah okay you gotta find it. But yes, yeah, so Moving this is on. going to be familiar to you as well. This is going to be Betty and Veronica in Mystery at the Studio. Oh, fuck yeah. Yes. So, Jesus, did I get the wrong comic? <laughs> it's okay. Oh, I no, can there it vamp. is. Okay, I got it. Cool. So, we open with Archie, Ron, and Betty watching famous actor Tyler Fenton's. <laughs> stunt double doing cool stunts great he's like into like an old jalopy climbing up a rope ladder to a helicopter that's flying nearby and Wait, he's the... in a jalopy oh i see i see yeah so he yeah exactly he's like the... climbing out of the jalopy exactly like the yeah. rope ladder's like going down to it mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. he's climbing out of that they're watching the teens are like oh shit this cool is so stunts. cool cool stunts yeah. i can't believe mr lodge hired us as extras at the movie studio he of course owns it's shocking that he would give the teens jobs like he does in every third comic <laughs> it's yeah the the fucking jobs he gives them are always wild too i read one like a one panel goof earlier where he yes. pays archie to stay away from his home that seems like job. a great job, yeah. Just take Veronica to like a restaurant, not in the house or something. Yeah. Uh I saw one where he like for- <laughs> he like forced Archie to wear an antenna and stand in his house. It was great. Yeah. The antenna was like a weird loop. Okay, so the extra job seems better. <laughs> yeah. As the stunt double is climbing up the rope ladder, uh it like snaps and the director's like oh shit that wasn't supposed to happen oh god that guy's fucking dead now practically uh he falls uh he's like suddenly 500 feet higher in the air (laughs) falls towards some trees but luckily he just lands in a river swims to the shore yeah archie and the girls run over they're like oh shit he's okay that was scary though yeah yeah which is always my favorite thing uh the director is ranting he's like this is the third fuck he's talking to Hiram. he's like this is the third stunt this week that's backfired 
this is jinxed, we're cursed, blah, blah, blah. And then Hiram, also doing his own investigation, <laughs> picks up the rope ladder and is like, this isn't a jinx. This rope was cut. We've been sabotaged. Wait, who, who picks up on that? Hiram. Okay. Mr. Inspector Gadget himself. Uh, yeah, what a weird take. <laughs> yeah. I would expect, like, I don't know, someone working on the set, like the props guy or, like, the stunt coordinator to pick up on that, but no. You'd think that that's, like, their one job is to make sure this yeah. shit does not happen, like, yeah. before every take, but no. Uh, meanwhile, though, Tyler Fenton, the star, is being all prissy and a, a crazy Hollywood type, and he's like... I didn't get the right Danish. This is tap water, not Perrier. And that's it. It's pretty much I the like that two, two panels the of jokes. I mean, one's sparkling, right? Is it Perrier sparkling? Yeah, I guess it's true. <laughs> it's fair. Real ballsy to slip him just tap water instead of sparkling water and think he wouldn't notice. That's the real, exactly. That's the real ballsy move there. That they're just like, eh, basically yeah, the same. Interesting. There's. A lot of these jokes about him just kind of being an asshole, and then they nothing they don't go anywhere. Nothing ever happens. Well, with the joke them. is Hollywood star is asshole. <laughs> exactly, it's great. Got him. The teens head over to a was it Soundstage Five, which is where Jughead is an extra in a slapstick comedy, which it's like. Why aren't they all in the same movie? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I just yeah. don't get like why it worked out so perfectly. Well, it, that... it doesn't make sense for them to be throwing pies in the uh, <laughs> other movie. Spoiler. <laughs> How could you know? Yeah, no. They walk in on Jughead throwing pies at an English Bobby's face. God. Um, and also, like, that he's an extra, but he's throwing pies, like... No, I know. This is the bullshit. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's wearing a big suit. All the cameras are pointed at him, and he's just throwing pies at a cop. And I'm like, does not seem what like fuck? extra work. What movie is? This? <laughs> like, yeah, they're making Oklahoma Smith or whatever, which is their Indiana Jones knockoff. Is this like not, a Marx Brothers thing? Like, what was the other Indiana Jones? Knock- oh no, it was like Michigan Jack or something. <laughs> something like that. That's right. Yeah. Louisiana. Oh, no, that was from Bob's Burgers. I just watched that. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, he's wearing this big suit. He's been throwing pies at cops all day. Uh, they're like, hey, what's up? And he's like, oh, I've just been doing this all day. I'm really bummed because I don't get to eat these dope cream pies. That <laughs> comes back later. <laughs> That's not just a throwaway line, guys. Well, that yeah, pays it's Jughead. Off. Jughead, love food. Ha ha. <laughs> That's the joke. Um so to make up for Jughead not getting to eat these pies, they go over to the studio commissary. It's great. There's a shot of Archie just like in line, like just buying his food. And he's saying seemingly to no one, just stuntmen are so cool or something like that. <laughs> he's like, like true. man, stunts I, are cool. I love saying that to like, I don't know, myself while waiting yeah, in line. I just think it out loud. That does yeah. sound like me at work, though, where I'll just yeah. sud- suddenly just start discussing whether something deserves to be called a comedy or not. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the guy working at the cafeteria, the only worker in the whole commissary, just because Archie's like, ah, oh, man, I love stunts. This guy's just like, these snowflake stuntmen have it so easy, man. Oh, my God. It's too, it's not dangerous like when I did it. And then Ron is sitting down, and she's just like, Dad, who is that man? <laughs> and Hiram's like, Hiram's just like, that's Ace Easley, who used to be the top stuntman in Hollywood. 
And then, then he broke he his broke... leg because there weren't safety protocols when no, he Megan, did stunts. He broke over a dozen bones oh and his career was over. And then So you'd think he'd be glad it's safer now. Yeah. It's also like <laughs> it's a really <laughs> casual way to talk about a man having extreme bodily harm and losing yeah. his job. Like for the studio you own Lodge. <laughs> yeah. Don't hmm. worry. Lodge acquired hmm. it after that happened. Yeah, he's like, this he wasn't never me. Be complicit. This was all Weinstein. I didn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um I yeah, was so not on that plane. This poor man bro- <laughs> Okay, anyway. I know that's a different guy, but Yeah, but still. <laughs> terrible people in power. Never would have been on that plane. Yeah. Um Meanwhile, Tyler Fenton just kind of walks by and he's like, I have hay fever. (laughs) (laughs) It's great. That's when we learn it's like Oklahoma Smith or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Back on set, they're done with lunch. They're shooting a burning building scene. And it's like, what the fuck Indiana Jones movie is this? He's climbing out of a car, jumping out of a burning building. (laughs) Just various action-y things. There's no exotic locales. There's no tombs or anything. He's just been in, like, cars and buildings. Yeah. Well, the car was driving through (laughs) Egypt. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. With all those pine trees in Egypt. Uh So the director explains how it's all going to go down. He's like, all right. He's got an asbestos suit on. It's like literally just explaining how stunts work. He's like, he's got an asbestos suit. We've got to put him out in 15 seconds or we'll get really, really badly burnt. And it's like, oh. Which is how that happens. That is how that happens. It's just like, whoa, stunts are scary. Yeah. There is danger. (laughs) The stunt double jumps out of the building on fire, but the fire extinguisher is empty, which again, it's like, dude, come on, check that before you call like action. Uh, Archie, There's thankfully, like a little gauge on it. It's pretty easy to check. I know. It's not like you have to like crack it open or something. Yeah. Archie, thankfully, nearby, uh, thinks quick and grabs a big blanket, smothers the fire. Uh, it's, it's great because <laughs> the um, stunt double <laughs> legitimately did not notice that the extinguisher wasn't working <laughs> or something because he just goes like, what the devil's happening? <laughs> and then the yeah. director's like, you almost died. This boy saved you. Um, also, again, love that Archie's the one with the quick thinking, not the like, yeah, there's not a contingency for this kind of thing, or like a professional whose job it is to handle that. If you are reading this comic and you think this is how blase everything is, yeah. I can almost guarantee you that there are lots of fail safes in place mm-hmm. because you don't want someone dying on your set. It's yep. a huge liability, guys. It they don't, sure is. They don't call action on a fire scene if they can't control the fire. Anyway, uh, Tyler Fenton... They also Fenton... aren't filming those like, in the regular studio and stuff. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's true. It's a very special it's setup. It's a very specific set. And like, yeah. Uh, Tyler Fenton walks by and he's like, man, this smoke is ma- irritating my throat. Yeah, and that's that the end fever. of part one. Mm-hmm. All right. Beginning of part two. The director comes by and he informs Mr. Lodge that the stuntmen are talking about a strike, basically. They're like Seems talking about pretty fucking fair. <laughs> pretty fucking fair, if you ask me. They're talking about walking off set. Yep. And Hiram, this is one of the times, honestly, this cost costume, this comic, I like Hiram a lot. Because yeah. Hiram is just like, I also don't really want to make this movie anymore because it's gonna put a lot of people's lives at risk. 
I also well, I like how hesitate that's his to... take and not like, let's figure out what's happening. He's like, yeah, we'll just cancel the fucking movie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but he's like, I also don't want to cancel it oh, because okay. a lot of people would lose their jobs. Oh, um, just thinking for, about the little guy there. I know. What a great guy, Hiram. I'm like, that's a like surprisingly magnanimous answer from the richest man in the world. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tyler Fenton pops up and he's like i did all the hard parts i had to take publicity pictures and it's like jesus okay, christ dude. okay we it's get really the joke fun goof here yeah. i know uh then the stunt double this is the best part the stunt double out of nowhere there's been no actual discussion he's just like we'll stick it out then and it's like oh okay i'm yeah, okay, glad fine. but like <laughs> nothing changed they go to the next stunt which is a bridge explosion the director's like, all right, extras, which is only Archie, Betty, and Veronica, <laughs> it seems like. Uh, he's like, all right, extras, head over to the bridge and just kind of mill around, <laughs> which it's like, this is a bridge in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, so it's really people weird. Milling. Yeah, just milling around this bridge that Oklahoma Smith just runs up to out, out of like the clear blue director's like there's going to be a small charge underneath the bridge that when Oklahoma gets on it it's going to blow and it'll be a cool stunt and then the extras head over there's more to it but I don't remember yeah, the extras yeah, head over matter. and Archie is like ah gee look at this weird red clay interesting <laughs> it's like wow hmm. that's, that can't be <laughs> significant uh, then he notices a massive bomb strapped to the underneath of the bridge not the small explosive charge that should be there. He grabs it off the bridge and throws it in the river just as it explodes. The director's like, oh, shit, what the hell is that? And he, they're like, uh, there is a huge bomb there. And then Tyler Fenton is like, that was too loud, a bomb. And my ears are ringing. My and little then ears. Jughead just walks over and he's like, I heard you nearly died. And it's like, that just happened, Archie. Or <laughs> Jughead. <laughs> he's like, I heard you nearly died. Let's go to the commissary and eat some food to calm down. And it's like, okay. okay. Soothe your nerves with some snacks. And then Archie is at the cashier's saying out loud, I'm only buying a cupcake and a shake, <laughs> which is great. <laughs> great. And then he drops his cupcake. And oh, then no. he bends over to pick up his cupcake, which thankfully landed on the on its bottom, not the on wrapper. its top, on the wrapper. Mm -hmm. And as he bends over and picks up uh, his cupcake, uh, he notices that Ace Easley, ex-stuntman and commissary worker, has red clay all over his shoes. Now, wow. I'm sure that's unrelated to the other red clay. I mean, that would be a bit of a leap, but <laughs> that's exactly what Archie does. He He says... What were you doing by the bridge where the dynamite went off? <laughs> and then Ace Easley is just like, never been there. <laughs> and then he's like, then how come your shoes are covered with red clay that's only at that bridge? Does Archie like, really well, know it's only there? Like <laughs> Literally what I was going to say. I was like, you, you don't know that. You just noticed it by the But then the dude pulls out a big ass knife. <laughs> God. And he's like, he's like, the studio promised to take care of me after my accident, but they just gave me a shitty commissary job. And he grabs Archie by the fucking shirt and he's like brandishing this knife Holy in his shit, teenager's dude. face. And then right before he can like give him a red necktie, Jughead throws the uh, cream pie oh from God. the other end of the bar and takes out the assassin. They hold him down. Police take him away. And the director's like, we're done for the day. 
and then the other teens are like, let's go see Jughead. And then they go see Jughead, and he's at, this is right. I know it's a great way to end this comic. After this great climax, Jughead's asking the director what happens to the old cream pies. Oh my god! And the director's like, "We just throw them away." And Jughead's like, "Can I have one?" And the director's like, "I guess." And Jughead picks them up, and he bites one, and he's like, "Oh fuck! It's not cream. It's shaving cream." And then he says, I should have known in Hollywood, nothing is what it seems to be. And then that's the end of the comic. I have some notes. Uh, yes, first of please. all, why does he know Script what shaving doctor. cream tastes like? Second of all, oh, how is shaving point. cream cheaper than whipped cream? Another good point. And Maybe it's why about did none the, like, of them have stickiness? to go to the police station to like be <laughs> questioned uh, about the crazy crime that happened? Pretty cut and dry, Megan. <laughs> Obviously, they got everything they needed to know. Yeah, they were like, Eddie tried to stab you? All right. <laughs> Makes sense. See ya. You are annoying. You did solve his mystery. No, yeah, that's it, man. That's one that Megan and I talk about a lot, too. The fucking red clay is one of the greatest well, shoved-in also... clues of all time. Yes. Uh, it, it also seems like... The, the studio should have taken better care of him. Like, he was... No, I agree. ...nearly killed. I mean, obviously, he shouldn't kill people as a result. Well, but... obviously, yes. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, it feels like... It's a, it's kind of like a pro-worker message, where it's like, yeah, I don't know, this dude got really fucked over by everyone who said that they were going to help him. Yeah. And he got disgruntled and... Uh, what's the word? Disenchanted, I guess? But... Yeah. No. Yeah, and... I uh, also interesting. was like... I also was like, he did break a lot of bones. Maybe he shouldn't be at a job where he's like standing all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, guys. You could have at least gotten him like the gate guy for the fucking studio. Like sitting in the little booth. Like, come on. I don't know. Don't you have insurance coverage for that kind of thing too? Like, shouldn't he be getting regular payments just from that? I mean, there's a hundred percent a union for stuntmen yeah. or some sort of guild. Like, there's no way there's not. Yeah. So he's definitely got coverage through that. I mean, I'm not shocked Archie isn't going into like SAG <laughs> sure, and sure. like stuntmen guild stuff, but like, still, bit of a stretch, Archie. <laughs> yeah. Take it a task on this is four Pinocchios from me. <laughs> good, <laughs> I just good. Got that one from the flop house the other yes. day. I like that one. But yeah, there, there you have it, man. Absolute hilarity, goofetry. I also love that it's like, I don't know. This this movie was made in, or this movie, this comic was made in like 1999. Yeah. Which it's like, there hadn't been an Indiana Jones movie for like 15 years <laughs> at that point. And also, side point. Why are we getting another fucking Indiana Jones movie, guys? It's 2022. Did you are hear we? about this? No. We are. And you want to know the title? Because it's oh, the li- worst title I've ever heard. What is it? Indiana Jones and the Dial of Doom. Is it the same guy? Is it Harrison Ford? Yeah, they won't let the poor old man rest. They keep making him do these things he hates. God. <laughs> it's insane. I'm just like, absolutely insane. Give it to Shia. Yeah, like, stop doing this. <laughs> he hates these movies, guys. I mean, he did uh, agree to do it, presumably, but... I mean, yeah, I know. But sure, I know, I'm just like, I don't money. need another fucking Indiana Jones. It's either Dial of Doom or Dial of Destiny, and either way, I'm like, that is the worst title. All right, what you got for me, Megan? You know, I wasn't sure... Calm me down from my Indiana Jones yes. rage. <laughs> exactly how to title this, but I think I'm going to make this a double feature and have oh, another Those Meddling Kids. 
Oh, hell yeah. Um, Now this is... These kids are really fucking with us this yeah, year. This is from Archie, Archie Andrews, Where Are You? Number 62. I love... <laughs> I gotta start writing stories with whack-ass names like that. This was published in 1989. Okay, cool. Uh, and this comic is called Turnpike Treachery. This deadass sounds like a fucking... Oh, Tales from the Crypt. <laughs> like, Honestly. <laughs> like, seriously. Okay, I'm, uh, okay. I'm very so ready. So we open, it's one of the like full page panels. Now mm-hmm. it's Archie driving the Archie's van. Okay. Now I assumed that the rest of the Archies were in the van. No, it's just Archie. And oh. uh, there's a semi truck behind him that's like going out of control. Archie's like, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? That semi's going crazy. I'll be crushed. So he, <laughs> thinking quick, pulls off the road into a grassy field. Oh, he's safe, but that was close. Too close. He watches mm-hmm. the jack, uh, the um, semi-truck totally like go off the road. He's like, oh my god, they're going to tip over. There are two men in the cab. I hope they're all right. And he like goes to see if they're okay, and they're like in the cab, dazed but alive. Uh-huh. And at this point, you know that they're the villains, actually, because they're drawn like villains are they overweight uh no one of them is like a big guy with like a little cabbie hat on oh okay. and a very okay. cleft chin they look poor <laughs> <laughs> yes it's archie comics and lingo. then the other guy's missing a tooth and has a scraggly beard Ah, I thought this was going to be the fucking maximum overdrive for a second <laughs> and i got really excited no but no so Archie's like, how are you guys? And they're like, oh, we're okay. Brakes cut out. Couldn't control the semi. Mm-hmm. Archie's like, I hope you're not hauling anything breakable. And the guy's like, furs. They won't be broken, <laughs> but we can't leave them here unguarded. Now, Archie okay. offers to use his van to help in some way. And they're like, well, we could move the most valuable furs so they're not just laying here on the highway. Yeah, I Yeah. They load up a ton of furs into the Archie's van. Oh, they are actually furs. Yeah, yeah. I was expecting them to, like, open the semi and there's, like, children inside or something. No, this is not a human trafficking comic. (laughs) What? (laughs) Wild, I know. In Archie? No, Archie does comment, like, man, aren't these things soft, though, as he's carrying an armload of furs. It's fur, (laughs) Yeah, it is soft, Archie. Holy shit, I've never touched fur. (laughs) Um, they direct him to a garage where he pulls in and they're like, we'll stash these in the back room for now. Mm-hmm. Archie's like, glad I could help. See ya. And they're like, now, wait a minute. We've got a problem here. Oh, Jesus. Uh, You've seen too much. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, <laughs> the guy's like, you'll be heading back to Riverdale, right? And the guy's like, and Archie's like, yeah, as soon as I pick up the amplifier I came here for, which I guess explains why he's driving out in I the see. van by himself. They just couldn't think of any other way to get that in there. And they're like, you'll probably, the cops will probably be at that truck of ours. And Archie's like, yeah, don't worry, I'll stop and tell them everything. And then they're like, that's what we're afraid of. We hijacked that truck. And now they start speaking bad because they're criminals. Uh, And the guy's like, we was stealing them first. Is that W-U-Z? It sure is. I knew it. So they make him drive also his how I van. write dialogue. Yeah. They make him drive his Archie's van into the back of a different semi truck. God, this is that one fucking comic you just did <laughs> where they drive a car into a truck and then the cops are like, Where's the car? Yeah. 
wonder like, car. That was a we're gonna drive you up into a into the mountains and push you into a gorge or something. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! Uh-huh. So they like lock him in the the back of the truck. Man, and I love when Archie Comics gets dark. <laughs> yeah. And they're like... She's out of fucking nowhere. He's seen us. He knows where the garage is. We just got to protect ourselves. And they're like, you think he'll yes. put up a fight? Nah, what could he do? So yep. Archie, inside the back of the truck, is like, I've got to do something. They're going to kill me. Uh, yeah. There's a padlock on the van doors, but if I drive the van into them, which he does, and it does just pop open the back of the... Uh, truck. So it's like, why yeah. did they put him in there with his whole van? I don't know. Why didn't they take yeah. the keys from him? Who knows? That's a good point. Why'd they let him just drive the fucking van in the truck? Yeah. So the guys are like, hey, what happened? And then they see Archie pull up next to them. They're like, whoa. <laughs> Runs him off the road. How'd he get out? We gotta get him. But because the doors are open on the back of the truck, it starts fishtailing. Oh. And then they crash. I wonder if that again. actually would happen. Um, and then we just cut to the police there arresting them. And this cop is like got sunglasses on and the biggest fucking grin, and he's like, "Thanks, son. You've done a fine job." <laughs> I'm just picturing the Terminator Two cop, but like really happy. He's like really happy. Um, That's fucking great. And then we cut to later. Uh, Archie's walking into the gang and they're like, geez, you finally got back. And Reggie says, huh, the late Archie Andrews. To which Archie says, real close, Reggie. Real close. That's dark, He almost dude. fucking died. Because he Get almost it? died. Ha-ha. Yeah. What a good goof. Yes. Holy shit. Well, actually, you know what? Let's make a fucking triple feature because I got another yeah. of those meddling kids because it kind of dovetails nicely into perfect. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This one was just insane because it's Archie in Book of Secrets, and this is the first one I actually have credits for. Nice. Um, script by Frank Doyle, pencils by Stan Goldberg, inks by Mario Aquaviva, and I haven't heard him before. Uh, letters by Bill Yoshida, and colors by Barry Grossman. Nice. So. Uh, we open on Archie at the library checking out the history of shoelaces. Hell yeah. And the librarian is literally says, no one's ever checked this book out. <laughs> Why'd you buy it? And he, Yeah, it's a good point. And he's like, oh, I have to do a book report. And I wanted a book on a subject no one else would pick. Well. It's like, I, you did it. Also, good it's job. weird to do a book report on something like that, right? Like a nonfiction. Yeah, book, I feel right, like a yeah. book report is normally you're looking at like themes and stuff, and this is just like, well, shoelaces were invented in this year. I know you might as well do a book report on the Wikipedia page yeah. for shoelaces, like you know. Uh, meanwhile, in the background, uh, a mysterious-looking fellow in a blue trench coat and hat is perusing the bookshelves. Good, good. And then he realizes. A book is missing, and he angrily asks the librarian, what happened to the history of shoelaces? That's my I'll crime also, book. I also have to let you know, he refers to himself like, you know, he's got an inner monologue going, and he's like, it's supposed to be right here, Boris, so we know he's Russian. Good, good. 
Uh, this is the best part is when the librarian tells this strange, angry man that a teen boy just checked with freckles just checked no, out the book he wants. Maybe she could write down his like home address. Home on a address, piece of paper. yeah. Yeah. She's like, he was just here. He left five minutes ago, heading that direction. Helpful. He's moving out of speed. Of um, the man runs out of the library. Hot pursuit. Find we see Archie on the street. Like flipping through the book, and he finds a little piece of film. He's like, I guess someone has read this before. This is, this was their bookmark. I'll throw it and, in the trash. Yeah. Well, just as he finds it, he gets tackled by Boris, the mysterious library man. Yep. Now, does Boris, this man look like a criminal? Uh, I mean, he looks like a spy. Okay. Like, very, so you I mean, you know. On? Yeah, he's got a blue trench good, coat good. and a fedora, and it's buttoned up all the way to, mm-hmm. you know, collars yeah. turned up yep. and tied at the waist. Good. He looks like uh, uh, Columbo, but like less cool and charismatic. Perfect. Um, yeah, so he gets tackled by Boris and then he's like, oh, this car was about to fucking kill you, kid. I'd saved, saved your life. And then Archie's like, I could swear there was no car. I looked both ways before I crossed the street. <laughs> and he turns around and the man is gone and so is his book. And he's like, he's like, hmm. Why would someone want my book unless unless he's a spy and this microfilm has state secrets? Oh my god. And this was, and he instantly puts it together. Good, it's insane. Good. Literally within a panel, he's figured out everything Great. based off of no clues. <laughs> he still has the microfilm, by the way. Yeah, of course. Yeah. He it was not in the book. So back at home later that night, he says like I shouldn't have waited maybe tomorrow's too late and I'm like I don't know what the fuck that means like it's just out of nowhere and never refer- I'm like weird like you should have gone to the cops before I don't I just it was very strange because then he's like I'm worried that man's gonna find me I left my library card in the book oh, what the fuck, it's, like, it's like Jesus Christ he's like it's got my name on it and I'm like oh fucking god damn it and he looks out his window and instantly sees the man oh like hiding behind a tree outside his house and he's like oh no and we cut downstairs where the man could have been avoided so easily I know. We cut downstairs where the man's already coming through a downstairs window. Oh my god! And he's like, "I'll kill this teen." Oh, if I have fuck! To. He literally says the like thinks the word "kill." Oh he's my like, god! I'll do what I have to to get this film back. And he's thinking uh, about how he'll have to do that as he's sneaking through the house. There's a panel where he's like. Uh, a hand over the mouth and a threat to his worthless life, and he'll give up the film in no time. And I'm what like, What the fuck? What the? Who the fuck? What? Frank Doyle. Like, <laughs> chill, chill out. <laughs> chill, Frank. Um, and so we see he's like standing. You see this, the spy standing on a rug. And then, like, in the bottom left corner of the panel, you just see, like, a little hand creeping in. And then the next panel, quick as a flash, Archie has, like, ripped up the rug from underneath oh the spy God. and literally like shot him Got into him. the head first into the fireplace and then well no there's no fire Damn it's it. just into the, the hearth yeah to see the uh, spy burned to death and an archie come <laughs> i mean he didn't get his skull cracked open on their stone hearth yeah uh archie is sitting on the back of this unconscious man as he calls the cops who show up and take him away break him away very- toys <laughs> What'd you say, Chief? 
<laughs> a cop, another very chipper cop in a like purple vest, good. <laughs> informs Archie. He's like, these were secret formulas. That was a foreign spy. We also caught the traitor who was giving oh. this spy the formulas. Good. And then Fred is like, I'm so proud of you, son. You caught a spy. <laughs> <laughs> and then Archie's just like, yeah. But I didn't get the book back, and I still need to do my book part about shoelaces. So, Dad, what do you know about shoelaces? And then Fred gives, like, a kid's face, and that's the end of the comic. Just to um, sort of put a little hat on that one, I did Google yes, the history of shoelaces. Oh, you did? And I found a very detailed website that starts, <laughs> Shoelaces are often the unsung heroes of the shoe world, and are taken oh for granted when they on a daily basis, perform such a complicated task, all while receiving a little fanfare. And this does this go on amazing. for a very long time, and also links a YouTube video about it. Wow. I love whoever wrote that. They gave it way more, like, care mm-hmm. than they needed to, I'm sure. Really pro shoelaces over here. They, Yeah. I love the uh, idea of a shoelaces job being a very complicated task. Yeah. When it seems pretty straightforward to me. They're just the unsung heroes of the shoe world, though. They are. They don't get any thanks or recognition. You know what? Let's dedicate this episode to shoelaces. This one's for you, shoelaces. Thank you for all you do. This one's for shoelaces. Oh, my (laughs) God. That's terrible. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. All right. I think I've got one more comic in me before my voice gives out. Okay. Uh, Sorry, everyone, for the... You can probably hear it. I've had a cold recently. Yeah. Whenever Megan suddenly stops talking and goes silent, it's where I've edited out, out their horrible calls. coughing, yes. <laughs> Same goes for me, though. Oh, speaking of happy cops, I just opened my fucking book and found the happiest cop. My favorite children's book. Oh, my book. God. Yeah. All right. What do you got for me, Meg? This is from the same um, Archie, Archie Andrews, Where Are You Digest. Mm-hmm. This is Archie in The Harried Commuter. Okay. So we open. It's about a, a dog, right? With Archie <laughs> and Jughead looking at a fishing rod they would like, rod and reel set. Mm-hmm. And they're like, wow, if we had gear like that, we could go fishing and land some big fish. Uh, okay. That is just going to be like, we could go fishing. I'm like, yep. <laughs> they're really into fishing in the like 80s and 90s. And I don't know no, that teen boys that? are quite that into fishing anymore, but I could be wrong. Uh,. I don't know. We did grow up in the country, so I knew my fair share of teen fishermen. Um, Jughead is like, well, we've got a two-week vacation coming up soon, which is convenient. Yeah, And then Archie that suggests that Un- they both Not get- spring break or anything, just a two-week vacation. Yeah. Well, Archie suggests that they both get jobs for the first week, and then they'll have money for equipment and traveling expenses. Yep, you can usually earn enough for in one week and as a teen. We can see in the window the uh, rod and reel are $110. For the set? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so they're like, great, I'll check the want ads. Nice. So then we see... Maybe um, Mr. Panksy will hire them again. <laughs> Archie and Jughead are talking. Jughead says he got a job at Bob's Burger Ranch. They hired him Fuck. on the spot. This isn't a Bob's Burgers crossover, is I it? I wish no, it was. No, wait, it's from the 80s. Yeah. Fuck, there's no way it could be. That would be incredible. Wouldn't that be great, though? That would be amazing. Um, Holy shit. Oh my god, Tina in that setting that would, be, would so be the good. funniest shit in the world. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Archie's like, awesome, I got a job, too, with a magazine publisher in the big city. 
Oh shit. They're paying it's... me seven dollars an hour. And Jughead's like That's actually a lot well, in the eighties. I'm only making four dollars an hour. Yeah, it is a lot. Yeah. So we see the night before their big work week, Jughead is like, let's go see a movie. And Archie's like, I can't. I have to get up at 6 a.m. tomorrow to leave for work. The next morning, we see Archie's rushing to catch the 620 bus. He's mm-hmm. wearing a suit and tie. He's getting on the bus. Wow, $4.50? And the bus driver's like, yeah, one way. Next time, you better have exact change. Oh, Jesus. Surely you could get a bus pass or something. Or, like, drive. You have a car, Archie. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? Wait. <laughs> we see Jughead, um... The point's not illustrated as beautifully if he drives, though. Getting up late in a leisurely morning. Archie has to so nice. sit next to a fat woman on the bus, which is a horrible thing for him. <laughs> Heaven He's forbid. Deeply fatphobic Archie comics, always. <laughs> Megan, they've got Bridget. They're not God. fatphobic. Come on. <laughs> They've love and respect fat There's, people. like, multiple comics in this digest where, like, a fat person is the punchline, and you're like, great, cool. Yeah, it's just their existence. Mm-hmm. It's like, cool, Archie, thank you. So then we see Archie's like, woo, finally, lunch break, only have a half hour, better hurry. He's buying a sandwich, and he's like, $7 for a sandwich? And the guy's like, take it or leave it, buddy. <laughs> he's at an angry bodega. He's pissed. Um, wow. Meanwhile, at Bob's Burger Ranch, we see uh, Jughead chowing down on a burger, and he's like, this is great. Free lunch and an hour to eat it. Holy shit. That is insane mm-hmm. for a burger restaurant job. We cut back to Archie on the bus. Oh, he's been stuck in this same spot for an hour. Meanwhile, that suck. Uh, Jughead gets off work, feeling chipper and fresh. He's going to swing by Pop Tates for a soda. Archie gets home. And he's going straight to bed. He's so tired. Mm. So the week progresses and we just see some scenes from their week. Jughead sleeping in. Archie on a crowded elevator. Jughead handing a girl a burger. Archie chasing after the bus. Jughead (laughs) watching TV. (laughs) So then we cut to Saturday afternoon after their week of work. Jughead saying, Those poor boys. I made $150. How'd you do, Mr. Moneybags? And Archie's mm-hmm. like, well, taking out for commuting lunches and city taxes. Which I love Why, that he wait, had what? to pay. Why are you paying city taxes? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is that what he does that is that what he calls when he gets like beat up by the bullies on his <laughs> yes. way home and they're like city taxes, yeah. kid. Archie only made a hundred dollars and three cents. Sad. Yeah. Um Jughead's like, that's not How enough much are those for fucking a fishing city trip. Taxes, dude? Sunday morning, though, Jughead says, hey, Arch, I have a surprise for you. After what you've been through, you deserve this. And he got him the rod and reel. Oh, what a pal. That is very sweet. Uh, Archie's like, didn't you get something for yourself? And Jughead says, sure. And then he's got a big box that says Bob's Burger Ranch Burgers on it. <laughs> In case you weren't sure. <laughs> there's smell lines coming off it. Well, it is weird because it's a large box, which is not how like I usually box? transport burgers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got the fucking big box from uh, White Castle. Have you seen White Castle has this thing now called the Cheesy Tin Sack? I have not seen that. <laughs> it's it's a bag of tin cheeseburgers for like $8, and it's called the Cheesy Tin Sack, oh my and God. I think it's brilliant. Wow, that's fucking... I do love that, like, <laughs> like anti-capitalist scree in that yeah. middle of that Archie comic. It's really good. I also love the idea that working in a uh, food service job isn't hard, though. 
I, that is like the lie is that like there's <laughs> yeah it is weird because it's like no 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 you don't want a fancy high paying job yeah you just want a little chill burger job don't aim for the stars yeah settle settle people it's also, weird what yeah food service job gives you fucking hour for lunch no i'm a union and i do not get fucking an hour for a lunch are you kidding me yeah you only get an hour for lunch when you get to like i don't know higher up position. I was going to say, when like. you're at a point where nobody actually cares what you do all day, and then you just do right. whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. Once no one has to watch what you're doing all the time, yep. which is definitely not the case at food service. <laughs> no. That is the Although opposite of the Bob's case at food Burger service. Burger Ranch is just chill as fuck. Uh, yeah. I mean, hey, dude, maybe maybe that's Bib- Big Bob. Bob's dad oh, owns yeah. that one. I see Because he did a... Well, his was just called Bob's, right? Yeah, it was Bob's Burger Ranch. Yeah, there you go. Maybe changed it at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so to spare you and your poor throat, we will maybe cut this episode off a little bit early. I have, uh, I do have one last little bit Yay. to give us before we start doing our wrap up, and that is going to be a good old gag bag grab bag. Oh yes. Uh, for those who don't know, this is just our favorite of the one to half page Archie comics that they do to fill space. This is Veronica in Date Fate. I only picked this one because it is, Megan and I discussed it before the episode started, but it is one of our favorite things, uh, favorite patterns in Archie Comics, where they'll take a clearly old comic and cut out <laughs> yes. one line of dialogue and replace it with a relevant, like, pop updated re- reference. Yes, yeah. thank you. Pop culture referenced. Uh, and this, this one is uh, Veronica races up to her house. This is in, like, not... Quite Harry Lucy, but uh, that era mm-hmm. of Archie Comics, late 60s, early 70s style. Yeah. So you know that this is not the artist that was originally in there. Yeah. But Veronica races up to her house where Archie is already knocking on the door. She bursts inside asking Jeeves for, it was before Smithers oh, too, yeah. asking Jeeves for her autograph book. And she tells Archie that Sync just came into town for a personal appearance Fuck. and she needs to ask. Uh, and then Archie is like, uh, what about our date this afternoon? And then the next panel is just her running out the door and Archie going, I guess that's what you call a silly question to Jeeves. And that's the end. Great. It's just so good to see Veronica with like her hair in a bob and a headband yeah. and like one of those 60s tube dresses talking about insane. <laughs> Fucking wild for insane. So good. Oh, it was great. I All love right. it. I do love insane too. It's true. Okay. So. Um, before we get into our wrap up, we can do some recommendations. I have, a, I think I'll do like a couple mini recommendations. Okay. Uh, if you don't mind me start now. Go for it. So I'm going to recommend two things that don't really need a recommendation, um, because I'm sure you've heard of them. And this is just to say, if you've thought about trying these things and you're not sure if they were for you, I recommend it. The first is going to be Adventure Time, the TV show, it is, I I think genuinely hands down, I think it is one of the best shows just like out there. I think it is so funny. It is so sweet. It has such wonderful messages about life and relationships and morality. It has some of the most bonkers, amazing lore, like backstory lore to all the characters and the world and the history of what happened. And it's so cool to start it out and just, like, not know anything. And then they just, like, slowly tease it out over, I think it's, like, eight or nine seasons of the show. Ten-minute episodes, by the way. Uh, 
And it's just fucking great. It's it's about, if you don't know, it's about Finn, a human boy, and his uh, best friend and brother, Jake the dog, who's a magic dog, which basically just means he has plot abilities to do whatever he wants with his body, which is great. Mm-hmm. And they live in the magical land of Ooh, which it is not a spoiler to say it is canonically a post-apocalyptic Earth. And yeah, it's it's amazing. They go on adventures. They solve problems for other people. They help people. They also have problems that they have to get over themselves that they cause. It's it's an incredibly beautiful show. I think it's one of the best in terms of like the emotional narrative for the characters. Yeah, it's just like such a strong emotional core to that show. And it is dark in all the ways that I think kids shows should be Um, and approaches death and things like that. So Adventure Time. I'll also recommend 2018's God of War, because uh, I just, I bought that and beat it within about a week and a half. It was yeah. maybe the most into a video game story I've been in a very long time. I'd heard only great things about it, and I was just absolutely blown away by everything. I'd never really liked the original God of War games because they were too broy and aggressive, and it just made me uncomfortable. And this game deals with that legitimately like they they don't look away from it and the whole point of the game is about a relationship between father and son and i think it's so interesting that they took the character of kratos from the first three god of war games who is probably one of the most toxically masculine video game characters in the history of video games and they made him a father and the whole game is like what's this dude like as a father how does he do things how does he deal with his son and you genuinely see this incredible relationship grow. And I, I don't want to say too much to give too many spoilers, obviously. But like, also, yeah. the gameplay is fucking incredible. It's beautiful, beautifully nice. shot. It's like just open world enough that you feel like you can go out and do things. But the story is so intense that I literally just like didn't want to. Um, yeah. Plus, it's super cheap. It's like I got it for $15. Um, nice. So, yeah. Adventure Time and God of War. Both amazing. Hell yeah. Please check them out. All right. Your turn. I would like to recommend this time... Aubrey Gordon as a content creator. So she is a columnist who created Your Fat Friend. Mm -hmm. um, And she, of course, is co-host of Maintenance Phase, one of my favorite podcasts. Amazing podcast. Which I highly recommend. And we may have even done that as a recommendation already. May have, yeah. It's extremely good. It debunks um, wellness myths. And her and Michael Hobbs do that podcast. And she's also written two books. So one of them is a few years old. It's called What We Don't Talk About When We Talk About Fat. Mm-hmm. And then one just came out, and it's called You Just Need to Lose Weight and 19 Other Myths About Fat People. So yes. you may have gathered from the uh, titling here, Aubrey Gordon is a self-described fat lady about town. Yes. Uh, and she will help you address all of your internalized fat phobia yeah. built into your life from Archie Comics and other sources. It's Yeah. It's one of those things that, like... I didn't realize how much I still had until I started listening to the podcast, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. It's something I struggle with regularly where you're like, oh, yeah, I'm not fat phobic at all. And then you're like, God, look at me in the mirror. I'm so fat. And you're like, why is that a bad thing I'm saying? Right. And like a hundred other layers of how to unpack this thing I've just said. Um, Yeah. I think it's... Sorry, go ahead. Aubrey's just an amazing 
writer and she also has a great voice and laugh which is always enjoyable so yes the new book audiobook will be read by her which is great the first one i got the audiobook and it was not read by her which is fine like it's a great book i highly recommend (laughs) but but i do love listening to her talk also exactly now highly 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 recommend maintenance phase again um and unlearn your biases yeah it's incredible um address your shit that podcast will make you think so differently about the world and everything you see. I've gotten way more skeptical and analytical of a lot of things after I started mm-hmm. listening to that podcast. That's a great recommendation. Yep. So yes, uh, <laughs> Adventure Time and God of War and content creator Aubrey Gordon. Uh, She's the best. Is that G-O-R-D-O-N? Like, yep. Okay. Aubrey Gordon. Cool. Um, you can look her up that way. Her column is called Your Fat Friend. Mm-hmm. And um, the podcast is Maintenance Phase. Also, a super funny podcast with two very charming hosts. Yes. Um, And it's one of those ones where, like, you're learning shit and you don't even know it because it's so entertaining otherwise. Genuinely. It's uh, hard for me to get into podcasts that don't have some comedy bend. If I I can't laugh at the podcast, I'm not as interested in it. So it is great for that way. Like, if you're also the same way. Mm-hmm. Maintenance they phase did, is great. Did um they have a great um Patreon? They do bonus episodes, mm. and they recently that. did the Grifties for 2022 oh, that's very good. wrap up. Yes. And one of them was these horrible little like square food things where it's like it's you just get like a little gelatin cube. Oh, I've of heard food of these weird cubes. <laughs> oh God! I remember seeing ads where it's me. like. It's like filet mignon cube. And it's like, I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah, want a cube. It's like grilled chicken and sweet potato and then just little cubes. And you're like, oh, I don't want that. And it's like, I think we can, we don't have to go full like 19, or uh, was it Space Odyssey? <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. sci-fi shit, guys. We can, uh, we're not in space yet. We can do real food still. Yeah. Okay. And I'm a, I'm a self-proclaimed Soylent user. So like. I'm open to alternative food supplies, but don't give me a weird jello <laughs> don't cube. Don't give me a weird squishy meat. cube. No. <laughs> That's insane. All right. I got to check that out for sure. Yeah. Uh, well, without any further ado, uh, we will start our wrap up. As always, you can find us at various places around the internet, but the best place to find everything that we do is our website. It's RiverdaleHighAV.club. Uh, that has everything, like I said, everything we do. It's got our episodes on there. It's got links to our social medias and our pod chaser, our Patreon, all of that. Uh, if you feel like it, please go ahead and leave us a review on pod chaser. It genuinely makes our day and we text each other and send pictures and screenshots and things like that. Uh, we always love it when you guys reach out. So please, again, feel free to. We will always, uh, we are happy to take requests because we are two busy people and sometimes we don't have good ideas. <laughs> yes. So if you have ideas, <laughs> we'll take them. Um, yeah, I, I can't think of much more except uh, thank you. Hey, it's the new year. We did it, guys. It's 2023. Holy shit. I know yeah. that this episode is going up a couple weeks after the new year it's our started. our second episode in 2023. Yes, but for us, but we are literally recording. recording it New Year's Day. Um, so, yeah. Happy, happy New Year's to everyone. I hope everyone had a safe and happy uh, holiday and good celebrations with friends and family. I think that will do it. Do you have anything else, Meg? I do not. All right. Well, one last time, I have been... What is it? This is... <laughs> I <laughs> fucked it up. I fucked it up. It's the first one of the new year. All right. This has been the Riverdale High AV Club. I've been Ezra. And I've been Megan. And we will see you at the Chocolate Shop. Bye!
Bye-bye.